Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get an Insight, where we talk about so many different topics, and today we're going to be talking about relationships. But most importantly, I think we're going to be talking about relationships in how long we should stick out a relationship or when to know that it's time to walk away. And the reason why I thought about this topic was because I came across a TikTok, which if you're not following the the Uh, podcast TikTok. It is Let's Get an Insight. I've been posting consistently. I just uploaded a video yesterday, so make sure to go follow. Um, But the TikTok was, I would rather save our relationship as many times as it takes than to start over with someone new. And I think that there can be pros and cons to both of those. I think that we struggle a lot and I'm all of this is from a female perspective but and if you're a male listening I would still stick around because you're getting an insight on a female perspective and her way of thinking um and I think that it could be very knowledgeable but I think that as a woman it's hard to think about starting over with someone new I think that And, you know, I'm also Latina and, you know, even though I grew up in the United States, I still have a lot of those Latina, you know, culture beliefs that, you know, that if we are, you know, we start a relationship with someone, we we have to be right or dies. And it's a very toxic trait, honestly, because, you know, back in Mexico, I have, you know, seen women you know, my aunts or relatives, you know, or whatever, you know, get cheated on, get, you know, lied to, get, you know, so many toxic situations, but they have this ride or die mentality that it doesn't matter what their significant other does to them, they will stick out this relationship no matter what. Now, this is more of an older, um, like, culture in Mexico, I think, you know, I've, speak, I've spoken to some of my cousins when I go visit and their mentality as a woman, as a Latina in Mexico, living in Mexico firsthand, they're, they are starting to think differently. They're starting to know that they don't have to stick out a relationship if it's toxic. They're starting to know that it, it's okay to walk away from a relationship. Um, but it's still, I think, a common obstacle that we all face every woman faces you know in this world where we are very emotional beings you know and we get very emotionally involved with with our significant other and sometimes you know they hurt us and I'm not just saying cheating you know it can be as extreme as physical abuse mental abuse emotional abuse or it can be something as little as little white lies that we just stick around because we just don't we can't fathom the fact of starting a new relationship with somebody else you know as a woman we get judged if we add another number to our list and i you know if you don't know what that means you know another body count basically you know it's such it's so you know looked down upon if a woman has a body count of over five you know like it's crazy And it's even worse in the Mexican culture, you know, in the Mexican culture, you wait till marriage, you sleep with one person, and the moment that you sleep with that person, you have to do everything and be submissive to your partner, 
And that is the one and only person that will ever be in a physical relationship with you. I'm in a sexual relationship with you. And I'm young. I'm 23. But I grew up seeing these, you know, things that just didn't seem right. You know, from a very young age, I knew that these way, this way of thinking was not okay. And a lot of it, I owe it to the fact that I grew up in the United States. And we've seen such a progress in the feminine world and us standing up for each other and us knowing that it's not all about us being submissive to men and I think that it could be a healthy relationship or a a healthy conversation I don't mean like oh yeah now we hate on men and men are you know men are trash you know like I feel like we hear that a lot too like no like screw men like no and no like I think that it can be a healthier conversation had. I think that if we set boundaries with our significant other and don't let those boundaries be crossed, then we can find a a good man to be in a relationship with. But what is hard is to know when to walk away and when to how when to stick it out, you know, when to stick out a relationship and when to keep pushing. Because I think we've also seen the opposite of this and it's now women don't want to deal with any sort of obstacle and, you know, they just want to walk away. So I think things that are non-negotiable to you are very important. Like let's say getting cheated on. Let's say you're somebody who will not tolerate being cheated on. You know, and I don't mean in a sexual way or in a room, like I, it can be as little as flirting with somebody through social media, right? Or liking women's pictures. Um, that can be to you, uh, you know, like you're getting cheated on. And if that's your non-negotiable, then that's something that you will not tolerate. It doesn't matter how many years you're into a relationship or, or how little you've been in a relationship. But I think that what happens with our non-negotiables is that the longer that we've been with somebody, the easier it is for us to just let them get away with these things, right? And I've been in that situation 100%. I've been on both sides of the, you know, a, a relationship. And it sounds very romantic, you know, very Blair and Chuck vibes, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, we're gonna go through everything, you know, I'm gonna we're going to have breaks in between and but at the end of the day we're going to end up together and we're going to end up happy but i think that it's hard to be able to have a relationship like that and call it successful when there has been so much hurt that we've done to one another and it's abuse from both sides you know for example you know gossip girl if you know i'm 23 i've seen gossip girl um and there's a relationship uh with uh girl and her name's Blair and a guy and his name's Chuck and they go through such an abusive relationship right but as a viewer and as a woman and us putting our emotions to it we see it as romantic and and like such a like a type of relationship that we want you know we call that that type of relationship a ride or die relationship but what we don't see is that they lie to each other you know they cheated on each other they um manipulated each other like all of those red flags that i think that it's important that we stop romanticizing you know it's not attractive it it's a relationship shouldn't be that painful right but because of shows like that we as 
young women, we start watching those shows and we think that that's what love looks looks like, that what that's what love should look like. And so when it's time for us to get into our first relationship, we put up with things like that because we glamorize things like those type of relationships. I think I've seen it a lot because there has been this book that has been very popular lately and it's called It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. And here's a little spoiler alert. If you haven't read it or if you're thinking about reading it, I would skip a little bit. But there is a relationship in that book that's very abusive, right? And I still see girls on social media say how their team that person, team that toxic relationship, right? There's there's a woman and there's two different relationships. One happens to be really toxic, the other one does not. And we and I see every woman or every young girl or young adult be team the toxic relationship because we romanticize that and it's such a toxic trait that we have and I'm guilty because another example is vampire diaries there's two relationships there's a toxic one and then there's a non-toxic one right well they're both toxic but a little one a little one a little less than the other right there's um or Conrad there's team um Damon and team Salvatore or oh my god I can't think of their names team Damon or team Stefan Team Damon is, you know, the one that's very manipulative. You know, they he will lie to her. He will, maybe it's not cheating, but it is very toxic. And we're all Team Damon. You know, it's very rare to see somebody that's Team Stefan. And Team Stefan is the sweet, the caring one, right? The one that won't lie to to the love of his life. And I'm Team, I'm Team Damon. Like I'm like that relationship that gives you a lot of adrenaline and a rush, and it's like a hi that's the relationship that we all romanticize as a as a woman but when it comes to being in a relationship and we find ourselves in those similar type of situations where our significant other is getting lied on or we're getting lied on by our significant other or cheated on or manipulated we don't see those as red flags because we've grown up watching those type of relationships um even right now, I'm Hispanic and I'm watching a novela. If you don't know what a novela is, it's like a soap opera. I think that's what it's called. And um, it, there's a relationship and it's very toxic and they lie to each other. And, I, and now I remember watching that novela when I was very young and I thought that it was so romantic and so sweet and so loving. And now as a 23-year-old, I'm like, wait, hold up. I'm like, I don't even find it cute that they end up together at the end of the at the, end, at the end of the show because they shouldn't have. It was such a toxic relationship. But at, you know, at 14, I thought that that's what love looked like. I thought that that was, you know, romantic. And we shouldn't, we should be able to know the difference. Know that, that, that that's a show, that that's not what real love should look like. Um, and I think that things that are, non-negotiables for you before you go into a relationship you should know that that's like I said a non-negotiable that if it happens to you you need to walk away no matter how hard it is and I found myself in a similar situation where I don't know if I should walk away I don't know if it's time for me to find someone new right at that time period um and I know that it was very obvious that I should have walked away. And, but it's so hard. It's so hard because you don't think that you can live without that person. You don't think that 
you will be complete without that person. You don't think that you'll find a person like that, right? Because I think that it if it's not as toxic, like let's say it's just that they tell you little white lies or there are certain values that they don't have that you find very important, but the rest of the relationship is very good, then you don't know if you're asking for too much or if you should walk away because you know that those are those values are very important and you don't want to settle, right? I think one, for example, that I think that it's very common is a religious standpoint, right? Let's say you're a woman or you're a girl who wants somebody who's very religious that is in your same religion. Like, let's say you're a Christian, right? And let's say you want a a man who's Christian, uh, you know, that goes to church every Sunday that will read the Bible. You know, and this is just an example. Like, I think this is the the one that's very common or that I see that's very common, especially in a Mexican culture. Um... But let's say you find a man, right? Let's say you find a man and you get into a relationship with him. And, you know, he tells you that he's not religious, but that he is open to maybe, you know, starting, um, you know, going to church because he knows that it's important to you, right? And he has everything, everything, everything. you Like he checks every single box. He is caring. He's romantic. He's loyal. He's hardworking. Like picture perfect. But your non-negotiable was religion, your religion, right? You need somebody who believes and has a faith similar to yours, you know, like, and it's such a big part of your life. And so now you find yourself in this situation where you guys are now a year into a relationship and everything is amazing, but he isn't interested in being part of a religion. That's not the way that he grew up. That's not what he believes in. He believes more in spirituality. And, you know, he doesn't really believe in God. And for you, that's that's unacceptable. So you find yourself waiting it out and waiting it out and sticking around and sticking around. And you don't know. You don't know if you should walk away or you don't know if you should, you know, stick around and, you know, just try to ignore it as much as you can. And I think that that's when your non-negotiable is so important for you to be so grounded with that and so loyal to your non-negotiable that you need to walk away. You need to end that relationship. No matter how perfect it is, if your non-negotiable is not there, then you need to walk away. Because what can happen is, okay, you guys get married, right? Or let's say you want to wait till marriage, right? Because you are religious and you follow, you know, a church and you follow, you know, the word and you need to wait till marriage. But he's not. He he doesn't want to wait till marriage, right? And he's trying to be understanding because remember, he's perfect in every other aspect. You know, he's perfect. But you guys find yourself, okay, he, he gives in. He says, let's wait till marriage, okay? Well, you guys get married, And you guys don't argue. The only thing you guys argue is about religion. And you end up having a child. 
And now it's time for you to introduce your child to a religion, right? You want your child to be involved in the church and and he doesn't. He doesn't want that. He wants your child to be involved more in spirituality. He wants your child to be, you know, to start meditating, right? And these are where the the your non-negotiable is going to turn into a bigger problem. Because now this is all you guys can talk about. This is the only thing you guys will think about. You know, he, on Sundays, he wants to go out and, you know, go out for breakfast and go out and, you know, go out shopping. And you can't because you want to go to church and you want him involved. And this is where your non-negotiable, these are where those problems come in. Versus if you walk away, when you know that it's, you know, early stages of a relationship and you know that, yes, he's picture perfect and everything else, but your non-negotiable is not there, you walk away. And many people will say like, oh, well, you could have, you know, you're asking for too much. Like, when are you going to find a man who has, you know, has everything like he did? But you're like, yeah, well, he had everything but the one thing that mattered the most to me, which was my religion. These, This is a very strong situation, right? But it can be as little as, you know, a similar age. Maybe that's your non-negotiable. Is somebody who is, you know, in the same age as you. Let's say five, you know, no more than le- three years under, no more than three years over. And because it's your non-negotiable, you will find problems in everything. Oh, you know, he's not 21 yet, so we can't do fun things. So you find arguments in that because you want to go out and he can't. He can't be at clubs or bars past 11 you know it can be as little as that or it can be as big as like I said as religion I think that it's just important that if you know your non-negotiables or you haven't thought about your non-negotiables you need to think about them and I think that that's where I'm at right now I'm in a unique situation where I don't know if I want to be in a relationship I don't know if I'm ready to just you know give my all to someone because again you know, you have your non-negotiables, but your significant other should also have his non-negotiables, right? Because let's say his non-negotiable in this religion um, situation, when like if we go back to this, let's say his non-negotiable was, I don't know, let's say it could be, what's something that it could be that would fit into this scenario perfectly? Um, oh, okay, let's say he doesn't want more than two kids right he doesn't want any more than two kids and you guys are two kids in and you know you don't believe in birth control you know let's say your your religion doesn't follow birth control or doesn't believe in birth control you just kind of track your ovulation and try to avoid getting pregnant and let's say he tells you no well you need to get on birth control like you need to get on birth control because I don't want any more kids. I don't see myself having any more than two kids. I can't afford having more than two kids. I'm ready to just, you know, be done. Again, this is where your non-negotiable becomes an issue because how are you going to explain to him to see your view, your, where, you know, your values, that in your values, birth control doesn't fit in. But to him, it's like, 
it's science. Like, it's, you need to get on birth control. Like, it's a non-negotiable for him. But your non-negotiable, they don't match up. There's no way you guys can work around that, right? And boom, you get pregnant. And now he's resentful towards you because that he didn't want more than two kids. And now he's stressed out. Now he's putting in more hours at work. And now you're guys, you guys are now in a tough situation where you guys aren't good. You know, even though he, is, he has all of these other perfect qualities, you have brought out a very toxic situation in him because everything that he asked you for because of your religion, it didn't align. And that's why it's very important. Like I said, your non-negotiables are very important. And it's very important for you to be firm in them because if not, you will find yourself in these type of situations where let's say a non-negotiable to, to you was cheating. You will never, ever, ever accept any man cheat, cheating or to cheat on you. And you, early in a relationship, you saw a lot of red flags where there was, you know... He was very sketchy with his phone. He was very, you know, you would see that he followed a lot of girls on Instagram and he liked a lot of girls' pictures on Instagram and their bikinis and you never really brought it up because, again, he had all of, he checked all of these other boxes and now you find yourself in a situation where you are emotionally and physically invested in this person but he now cheated on you and now you don't know. You don't know what to do because... Even though you saw these red flags and you knew that these could lead up to your non-negotiable, you ignored them and now you're trying you're trying to figure out if you should stick it out or not. And you have, you know, friends who tell you, "Oh, just stick it, you know, just stick it out. A man as, you know, a man always cheats at least once in a relationship." And so now you don't know if you're being dramatic or if you should walk away. But if you have, if you are clear in those non-negotiables, you won't even get, let yourself get to that point. And I have found myself in that situation where I'm like, fuck, I had all of these non-negotiables and now I'm deep into if I should walk away a relationship or, or if I should stick around. And that's why, and I think two weeks ago, or two episodes ago, I talked about that. I talked about you know, th- that those problems in a relationship. Um, what to do? Like, what, what as a woman, what do we do? We are ride or dies. We are deep in a relationship. And we have let men step all over us. Or And I'm not going to say all men, but I'm saying in that current situation, step on, all over us. And we don't know what to do. We don't know if we should walk away. Or if we should stick around. And yes, it sounds so glamorous and so beautiful to think about, oh, at the end of the day, we overcome all of these um, obstacles. And I I met a relation. I met a couple, a very, very old couple. And I looked up to the relationship because they are, I believe they're like in their 80s and they're still together. And I'm not going to say that they look happy romantically because they're a lot older so they're not very physical they're not very you know they're not very 
romantic in that aspect, but they're together. And I just thought that it was so beautiful and such a happy ending, right? That they're going to one day, you know, they're going to die together. That That's, you know, the relationship that they were in. And they stuck through every single obstacle and it seems so romantic. And I remember bringing it up to uh, a friend of mine and she said oh yeah but you know it might seem romantic she's like but when they were young you know he cheated on her a lot you know he would drink a lot he you know like lied to her a lot but you know she stuck around and it made me sad because I was like wow I looked up into this relationship but she should have walked away a long time ago but she didn't and her non-negotiable if she even had non-negotiables at that time but she let her the love of her life stepped all over her because she thought that she in order for it to be a successful marriage she had to be submissive to her partner and put up with anything and everything and yeah now he's obviously he's an old you know he's old and you know he is very happy with her and he loves her and you can that's very obvious but I think about I think about how when they were in their 30s he was cheating on her or lying to her or, you know, was, you know, out with his friends all night and she was at home. Who knows? Maybe crying, you know, maybe upset, you know, and she has been the only man that she ever slept with, but he can't say the same. And to me, it doesn't seem romantic anymore. I look at that relationship completely differently. I do admire them. I admire because they were resilient and they pushed through everything. But it was definitely through things that they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have been together. That they that should have looked completely different, you know. And it's sad. But it, now that I'm 23 and I I know all of these things and I'm knowledgeable to all of these things, I'm very aware of who I get in a relationship with, and I do think about my next relationship and I think about how. I want to be firm. I want to be firm in the things that I want and the things that I don't want. And I see people getting in relationships my age and getting married and having kids. And I just find it hard to believe that they're happy. And I don't know, maybe that's a little bit of trauma from my point of view, you know, and it could be. But because I analyze all of these relationships, I just find it hard because these are people that I used to know. These are people that I knew at some point. And I see things that they said they would never put up with. And I see these things being done to them and them putting up with it. And as a woman, it's sad. And I just, you know, I want to encourage you, if you're a woman listening to this, if you're a young woman, if you're a young girl, to start thinking about these things, you know, to know and to be able to pick up on red flags early on, early in the talking stages and walk away, walk away if you see these red flags before you even spend time, before you even get invested emotionally, physically into these relationships, walk away and don't ever let somebody tell you that you're asking for too much, that you're too high maintenance, that you'll never find that because then we devalue ourselves as women we put up with things because we think that that's all we deserve but we're women who bring life into this world we deserve so much more than what we currently have 
And if you find yourself in a hard relationship where you don't know if you should walk away, you don't know and you feel down deep in your heart that you need to walk away, but you have two kids, you have three, you have four, or you financially depend on that person, walk away. It's never too late. It's never too late to find love. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of everything that you're asking for. But at the same time, be aware of your red flags. Be aware of what traumas you have and how you how, how you are participating in a relationship. You know, because if you're asking for a lot, that's because you give a lot. You know, if you're asking for a valuable man, it's because you're a valuable woman. And it doesn't matter your past. It's never too late to grow up from your red flags or your toxic behaviors. It's never too late to grow from those and you know learn and you know let's say how do I say this like it's never too late to learn and be a better person and be a bigger person right because I have been I have been 50% of a toxic relationship right a past relationship of mine I was 50% of that toxic toxic relationship if not I would say maybe 80% of that toxic relationship um, because he just reacted to my reactions, right? But I had a lot of trauma. I had a lot of at-home trauma. I didn't see a successful marriage, uh, you know, a successful relationship with my dad and my mom. You know, I saw a very toxic relationship and I acted out on that toxic relationship with my relationships. But I, I took the time to grow. I took the time to see my red flags. I took the time to fix my red flags. And I have been a better girlfriend to my past or to my last relationship because I learned from the toxic one. So if you are in a toxic relationship, don't jump into another relationship. Figure out how you contributed into that relationship, how you played your part into that relationship, and how you can grow and learn to then be better in your next relationship. And most importantly, like I said, Find your non-negotiable. Find it. And don't let anybody. And this doesn't have to be even just romantically. This can be towards your parents. This can be towards your friends. This can be towards your co-workers. Towards, you know, anybody in life. Anybody you have a relationship with, you need to have your non-negotiable. And it can look completely different than your romantic non-negotiable, right? Let's say my non-negotiable to my significant other is cheating but my non-negotiable to my girlfriends let's say is lying right I don't want them to lie about me but let's say my non-negotiable to my male friends are you know talking to me about their significant others you know in a poorly way that's my non-negotiable with them I don't want to hear if I start a new male friendship and I hear them talk about their significant other in a very toxic way then I'm gonna cut off that's my non-negotiable I'm not gonna stand by that I'm not gonna stand in a friendship where I hear them talk poorly about another woman right it, it can look completely different for every relationship in your life and it can also look very similar right and I think that like I said, I'm 23 and it's very important for me to educate myself in these topics. It's very, but it's also very important for me 
to give you guys an insight on these things and these topics that are hard to talk about and they're hard to think about but it's important conversations that you need to have with you know your significant other you need to know his non-negotiables that way you don't overstep those that way you never even get close to those and he needs to know your non-negotiables that way he can do the same and if you guys aren't doing that then you guys need to walk away and yes it will be hard yes it will be sad but it needs to be done that's the only way that you will find yourself into in successful relationships I think that's my rant. Sorry if I clapped. I'm sorry if you're wearing headphones. Um, That's my rant for this week's episode is relationships and the non-negotiables. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I want to, you know, talk to you guys about my social media for a little bit. I find it really hard to talk about because if you're new here, I am not a content. Well, I'm trying to be a content creator, but I am not. I don't have a big following. So I want to tell you guys what I have and where to follow me in the name of all of these things. First off, my TikTok. My TikTok looks very different than this podcast, right? It's let's get an insight on TikTok. And I post a lot about my gym. Um, This podcast, season one, I talked a lot about my fitness journey. And I want to next week's episode I think it's gonna be a fitness update and talk about fitness I definitely want to start getting um guest on here so I have been looking at small TikTok fitness creators to maybe interview I would love for it to be a Latina I have an I have someone in mind uh but since I'm new to this I I'm second guessing myself but Let's get an insight. I'm posting a lot of my fitness. I'm going to start posting a lot about the, the podcast on there. So just go follow it. Um, that is basically fitness and podcasting. But I also have the Pinterest. And the Pinterest, it's let's get an insight. Well, it's LGAI podcast. That's the username for the Pinterest. And that is all my outfits. So that's my gym outfits. That's my travel. That's like my little vlog. If you guys are into that, go follow the podcast. Um, Pinterest, it's really, it's basically like a little diary to me. Um, And I would love for you guys to follow it. Now, the account that I'm having the most struggle with using is the Instagram The Instagram is let's get an insight. I have it on private, but I am following everybody and I am accepting everybody that follows me. I will communicate with all of you guys. If you guys want topics, you know, specific topics, um, I will talk about them. You guys can give me ideas, um, anything. Just that is where I will communicate with you guys the most. Okay, so let's get an insight podcast. Obviously, here's where I will talk about anything you guys recommend. The TikTok is about the podcast and my fitness journey. The Pinterest is about, you know, me personally for you to get to know me as a person and see me and see my outfits and see what I have to offer other than these topics. And then I have the YouTube channel, which is Let's Get an Insight. I have one of the episodes is up. I don't have any of the other episodes, but I'm working on it. I'm also thinking about vlogging, depending on how well these other platforms perform. I will maybe start vlogging. But with that being said, I'm very grateful for you guys. I'm very grateful for all you listeners. Don't forget to, like I said, like, follow, subscribe, message me, DM me on all of these um, social media platforms. And I will catch you guys on the next one. Bye.